0: The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this or any broadcasts belong solely to our guests or our hosts. These broadcasts do not represent or reflect the views of their employers, sponsors, or affiliated organizations. Welcome to the Flipboard EDU podcast with your host, William Jeffrey, where we collaborate, communicate, and educate with the greatest educators in the world on Flipboard. Let's start the show.
1: Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey. And today we have another amazing guest, Kendrick Thomas, an assistant principal in A-Leaf ISD, who is changing the narrative for the students that he works with. He has been in education for 10 years and is a graduate of the University of Houston. Kendrick started his career as a paraprofessional and then moved on to being a teacher, football coach, and an assistant principal in an elementary school. Kendrick, also known as KTTV, is also the host of the Education Unleashed podcast, where he brings on guests who are making waves in the field of education. He's also writing a book about educating males of color and other minorities that is set to be released soon. Kendrick himself had a unique journey growing up without a father, moving in with his grandmother and going back to school to earn his undergraduate and master's degrees. He's now working with underprivileged youth and inner cities in the most challenging schools. So like we always do about this time, let's collaborate, communicate and educate with the best educators in the world right here on Flipboard EDU Podcast.
0: Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey, and I have another amazing guest here tonight. I have my new friend, Kendra Thomas. Welcome to the show. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. And thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we, before I get into that, let's tell our listener audience a little bit about yourself.
2: Yes, sir. Man, Kendrick Thomas, assistant principal, high school, alternative. So ALC and Leaf ISD. Education for a while, man, just doing what it takes. Leave a stamp in the trail with these young men. So that's been the focus. Behavior has been the focus. Just left doing 10 years in elementary, assistant principal. So now on to high school, man. Let's see if we can change some bigger lives. And so that's me in a nutshell, brother. Okay, great. So a couple of things about this.
0: You are an assistant principal, and I was an assistant principal as well. So it's good. So talk to me about you. have a lot of we have a lot of similarities, right? So we both got that.
2: Got the nice haircut. Hey, you feel, feel, you know, know, know what I'm saying? saying. Uh, yes, we both yeah.
0: like the podcast. We both. Let's talk about your podcast. First of all.
2: Yes, sir. Man, just changed it. You know how you go through a rebranding stage. And oh, there, it was called the Daily K podcast. And we reached out, we did education, of course, but we also did entrepreneurship, we did wellness. So we did a lot of that work. But now I took it and I wanted to focus on more education, what you're doing, because I think it's changing so much until I want to be able to still keep that community connection that we built. So doing that, but now just really focusing in and holding in on the people who are making waves and doing the things in education that we must have those conversations with. Right? So, man, we started 2019, zero subscribers. Now we're pushing up to about 7,000 on YouTube. We started growing the, the audio downloads as well, man. Just started popping, but it's still rebranding, learning, doing. Yeah. I
0: don't brag about followers or whatever because people are going to follow people who are authentic. Anyway, so whether I got five forever or if I got a million I hope that I can stay true to the mission of just being someone who is talking about education. So why did you choose education for your particular podcast to
2: mm-hmm. begin with? Because you have a pretty good, you got a pretty good following. Yes, sir. The biggest thing was just bringing it back to understanding who are most of those followers. And so while I do wellness and while I did that financial wellness and all those pieces, and I still have another day for that, my biggest shows are when I brought on XD Chambers, who was Superintendent a or when I brought on people like Dr. Creer, brought on people like Dr. Bro. So just understanding that the biggest numbers came from those educations. And so then being, being able to hone it back in to be able to just take it to another level in that field where we already got the track. It's funny that you
0: would mention Dr. Cecilia Creer because hey. when she was a principal of George Bush High School, she hired right. me as an assistant basketball coach and aquatic science teacher. So Come on now. Yeah. That's it. Shout out to
2: Doctor Creer. Look at you, Doctor <laughs> Happy. I back to man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, got yeah. now that I transferred over, she's now my area superintendent. School, I'll be at a make sure. So, looking forward to working side by side, man. Just cultivating to be better. Yeah, yeah. And tell tell Doctor Creer, I said, hi, nah, man, good old Coach Jeffrey.
0: Just tell, I said, hi, nah, and nah. I hope to see you in these circles. All right. So, my man, you also
2: have written a book. You're yeah. writing a book currently, and it's coming out pretty mm-hmm. soon. Correct. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trying to drop something uh, this fall, man, for about yeesh, I want to say 2013. So I got Principal Cafele coming on for my first podcast, starting up for season 10. And the biggest thing was he wrote the of uh, the book of Minority Males, so Pushing to Achieve Inside and Out the Classroom. And so from there, when I read it, he created that boys' club. And so he put that format down in there. And man, I took that because I knew. I needed somebody when I was that age that would have put together a boys' club. And that's what saved me with the lighthouse of me. So I was like, man, let me put together this boys' club. And from there all the way up until just last year, even as a sister principal, I'm running this club in between odds, in between meetings and community events. And so just doing that work, man, and, and I took that to create a guide for parents and targeted as single parents or parents who really can't connect with those young, just reflecting on conversations that I've had with young men But how do we create a nurtured son that will be a nurturing dad? And so that's basically what that book takes us through.
0: Gotcha. And let's talk about a little bit about your past, because that actually is what shaped your current trajectory. Let's talk about that.
2: Yeah, man. Open book, really, about that. Coming from someone who's never met dad. When mom was 15 when she had me, so it's like we grew up together. Just going through all of those pieces where you're bumping your head and you steady learning on the fly. I think about all my time as working with behavior, emotionally disturbed students. Almost in a sense, you think about a lot of your spare teachers. They were the kids that they served at one point. Man, just think that was something real. Just growing up and losing mom to jail for five years. Really being now almost going into the system, but grandma stepping in and Man, it was a lot, brother. But all of that, like you say, is what shaped me. Man, just, just thinking about losing mom. We're talking about having a standoff at my house, right? And so we in the middle, me and my sister and brothers. And so after losing my mom to that, the almost going into the system that it not been for grandmother, tell people it was so funny. My neighbor, her neighbor just happened to have one of those police scanners. Old school, they would listen to the police scanners. Yes, just listen. no that was the way that they found out that the whole standoff was happening with my mom. So then he went and told my grandmother, of course, she came over. That really shaped us because now I move with grandmother. I almost think sometimes, a lot of the times, had I not moved with grandmother, what would my values be? How would life be different? Because I was fortunate enough to have my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and great-great-grandmother all alive at the same time. So, I dude, I was getting it from everywhere, brother. Wow.
0: That's amazing. Eric, is yes, a blessing. That is a huge blessing. That's a huge blessing. That's father, Was your
2: father in your life as well? No, sir. Now, that was one thing about it. Never met him before. I had a conversation once. From that conversation, man, it was so crazy. He told me that he had a, I had a brother here in Houston by his name. And I got here in 2003, and I woke up one day, 2007, and said, I got a brother. And I remember he worked at the hospital. Dude, I called every hospital in this city until I found him. Wow. So never met my dad before, but I was lucky enough. My brother committed suicide, which is one of the reasons I started the podcast in the first place. But my brother committed suicide, but I was able to still get that connection of his life from just going through those things with him, man. But yeah, that was it, brother. Yeah. Hey, so I'm glad we got
0: a lot of parallels, man. It's crazy how grandparents that step in. And change your life. So, you had to go to college. Okay. In order to get to where you are, Where'd you do? Your undergraduate. And you, I'm sure, and you had to get a master. So, let's talk about that. So, you got, you went through that life struggle. And I'm pretty sure you probably wasn't the best student. Was you a
2: straight edge student? No, I'm just guessing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right. Now, let me tell you, man, college was crazy for me, dude. I was, I found out about college, I think it was like March of my senior year. That's when I first knew it was something called college. Like we I didn't have no no capital, like this is what you're gonna do next. I just asked my God brother, I said, man, what you gonna do after you graduate? Cause I know what my plan was. We to get this money. And so he said, man, I'm going to college. I said, man, what's this? And we did that stuff. Of course by then you jump in school, financial aid, late, you scared. So I really didn't take it serious. So then I was definitely not a straight A student. But fast forward, uh, I was going to school and something happened, man, where they told me I had to either pay for everything or I had to cancel all my classes. And I called my friend who was living here. And he said, man, you could come stay down here and go to school. Brother, he told me that on Thursday, Tuesday, September 3rd, 2003. He came and picked me up from a treeport, Louisiana. I started school January 05 and I was done with that undergrad, University of Houston by 2008. Now. That and look way different, and it's a lot more meaningful. So, yes, sir, that second time, straight A student. Yeah.
0: A lot of parallels. Let me just go ahead and tell you. I, really, I feel that with this. So of course, and
2: you had to go. So, you got your degree now, and what did you major in, and then how did you get in there? Well, again, that, that was one of the places where I could only find that instant gratification. And so then, look at that, man. If I can work with this kid, and I can come back and test you a little while later, and you still remember what we talked about? I did I so said, where can I keep getting this feeling from? And so that's how I did it, man. University of Houston downtown, go Gators. Education, then graduated and um, did my master's education administration, EV. So that was pretty much it, brother. Yeah. And you were working at
0: inner city schools when you started to work at, in education?
2: Man, always inner city. Man, I was thinking about a para I was a pair. When I first moved down to Houston, I was a para at Lee High School for a long, long time, man. I <laughs> Yeah, right down the field crop. So it was yeah. a lot of time there, then I left. And uh, man, I remember leaving and uh, going to five ACCs when I was doing AC community for the first two years just grinding, brother. And so finally I got back into education, worked over what I want to say at Barnett for a little while. Just get first year out. Then I went down to College Station where I taught high school, taught high school English, coached football and track and powerlifting at a High School. And Brian and from there, man, came on back. Ailey5D has been
0: there. 2013. Yeah. And so talk to us about the students who you serve now. What's the current demographics and some of the challenges y'all make
2: right now? I'll be moving over to ALC. And haven't got too much into it. We're just coming back from vacation right now. But when you think about your population, of course, you got your minority males, African-American, Hispanic students. are then really a high popular cause of course, of males. So they do have a few programs that they're already doing. I'm learning that it's so as a behavior teacher before you think about their behavior and you say, OK, if there's no behavior management, no instruction is going to get done. So you almost got to say, OK, let me manage the behavior, then instruction. And then you move over to that main campus. And so you take, no, we're going to get this instruction out. And we're going to manage behavior on the back end. We're going to get it done now. And now just switching back over and just getting into that mind frame, man, and being able to love on the kids, but from a different lens, which is something I look forward to. But that ugly monster, that everybody is tied to their own school, is funding. Right? So I'm coming from a, a campus where we were one-to-one on tech. And so now coming over here, so I'm looking at, Just get ready to shape that world around me, man.
0: Yeah, totally get that. As most black men do, including myself, we chase the kids and who which we are. A lot of us needed a strong black male figure in your life. And we try to be that. But it's a different realm in educational administration in the state of Texas because traditionally, even though those numbers are changing now, traditionally, there's not many of us. What's your experience on breaking those barriers and gaining, uh, I guess, a perspective for leadership and working in circles that people don't normally have your same background?
2: Man, I would say God knows how to order those steps, man. When I went down to a college station, you go to the job fairs and you look and You'd be like, oh, no, nah, man, I know that I'll never hire somebody like me, man. And lo and behold, you go have that conversation and that's the place they'll hire you man. So going down and working in College Station, like I said, the Cofillet book was a book study that the school chose to do for my internship. And I was leading that book study with teachers. Would you think about 79% African-American student population, but 94% other than African-American students. Right. And so that you say, how do you build those bridges and create that empathy versus that sympathy? And so that was part of the beginning of my work on working with young males and working with those. those. So that knowledge in itself is what allowed me to say, okay, let me feel comfortable and be able to talk to everybody. And then they let me do my intern year, a uh, full year as an internship for PV. So I was still leadership, still coding football. So I'm still getting it from both angles. And so Really, man, that was the piece that 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 put it in me to help. Yeah. So now you
0: are an assistant principal for students who have some issue that traditional school can't necessarily address, and sometimes they're there by a circumstance of discipline. Sometimes they're there by all, I think all the time. When our turn of educational placement is discipline, how are you looking to address those needs with those students? Knowing your background and knowing how far you could, they could actually go.
2: Yeah, man. And that is one of the pieces that I'm working on this year because you have to show that empathy, right? And you have to show them, get to the root of what it is because a lot of the time, man, I'm acting up because I really ain't got this or what I'm seeing now almost is a drug is from what I'm talking to my team about. They're coming for drugs. So then what are you self-medicating from if you're doing it, brother? Which then in a lot of cases is happening. So on one fold I feel like I got to get in and I got to create that relationship. But on the other end, I got to walk a fine line because I don't want you to like this place, right? I don't want you to say coming here is normal and I want to get there to talk to Mr. T or things like that. So I got to create that fine fine line. And so that's what I've been struggling with this summer, man, is I get ready to transition from that main campus, right? But just understanding that that this you got to get to the root cause because a lot of the time these kids don't know how to get it out of uh, violence is very, getting loud, all that stuff is very comfortable. So you really got to get to it. But the biggest part is I've been there. I got the empathy for it, but not the sympathy. So I'm going to hold you to that high accountability, and I'm going to get you out of here and hopefully back to a lesson the recidivism. Yeah. And that's recidivism is very
0: important, especially in the state of Texas, because there has been an established pipeline with students who don't traditionally pass tests end up in our juvenile justice system. And it started in places like an ALC, And I got to give it to my superintendent. Who I got to give it to both of them. Stephen Galloway, my superintendent. And, oh God, Chris Miller, the assistant superintendent. Like, they are on us about that. And I don't work in a, in my school district, it's 60%, 30% Hispanic and 8% African-American. And my superintendent and my assistant superintendent are not african American. but they pay attention to the discipline disparities. And I appreciate that. It's one thing to be in a leadership of people who understand, who traditionally understand, but to have people who understand the culture, who are not in the culture, I find value in that. And I didn't mean to take over your interview, but I find
2: value in that. Hey, man, the best interview is a conversation, brother. I appreciate that tidbit, man, because, you know, the same here. You got to think about those because it happens, right? You may see. One kid and another kid have the same offense, but one kid got 30 days, one kid got 45, and you push him for 60. And it's only a simple skin color or something like that, which made a difference in those numbers, man. Yes. But, yeah, I agree. You got to be aware of that. So, you know, I, I just love, I like I said, man, God knows how to order it, man. So I just love going in all the experiences that I've had so far that will even bring me back to this place. Because, uh, of course, they peas, we get moved. And so then you get the opportunity to say, okay, do you want to go here or here? And so then I chose alternative and I said, this is where I think it's time to move because this is where I think it's just needed, brother. So um Yes. All right, man. So you have your podcast, you got a book coming out. What else do you do? Woo, basically, man, we the KTTB media. So the podcast is one thing. We got the books in that side of it, but we also do social media management. We're also doing content creation for people. I've been doing a few festivals. I just got through with the, it was called the Anything Festival. So I had a company. They paid us to go out and uh, do videos out there. Dude, it's just a full thing, man. But that's my summer life. We all got that summer life. Yeah. And so now it's uh, it's coming back down. But yeah, so now let's just get back focused on this and really getting back to the podcast, man. I, those are two, my two staples doing this yeah. school year, man. So that, but that's it. Media company, full blast. And speaking, brother, going out yeah. to schools and uh, working with them to set up programs for young men to be able to go out and uh, work with the teachers on creating that empathy. So that's pretty much the work, man. I feel you on that,
0: and also too, I would like to invite you to Flipboard. So Flipboard is a form that's free, and so as you podcast or all your all previous videos, whatever, it's a community that's already there, and as it's on a huge company, it's not a huge company, but they're everywhere, and so their devices, their own devices, they got media that is easily transferred and easily adapted with. So I would love to get you on the platform. I think it's a great, I think a great opportunity for you. And since I stumbled over my words so much, I'm also going to cut that out. But I do want to invite you to, I do want to invite you to Flipboard.
2: Yes, sir, man. And look, oh, look, we do not turn down opportunities, brother. It is all about learning, growing and networking. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Love to get you in there. All right. Where can our listening audience
0: find you at?
2: Yes. All right. So I tried to keep it simple. Everything is branded. So if you just go to KTTV, KTTEV.com, you'll be able to find our social media. You'll be able to find our books. A lot of the podcasts now we've been doing, we've been doing sponsorships. Man, you can just get locked in because we are believing in serving our customers, serving our clients, serving our community. So just serving is what we do, man. So KTTV.com, get locked in and find everything. OK, gotcha. And I'm also putting together a summit of podcasters talking about
0: educational topics on Twitter. So through Twitter audio. So I would like to invite you cordially to that. Are you on Twitter as well? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. OK, great. Great. I'd like to invite you to that and we'll have our first keep coming up pretty soon. And I'll drop you a line to let you know what we're we'll talking about. I think you'll be able to just hop right in.
2: Man, I look forward to it. Let's do work.
0: Oh, man. All right. I got gotcha, you, young player. Hey, it was nice meeting you, man. And thank you for coming to the
1: show.
2: Look, man, it was my pleasure. And I look forward to having you on very soon, brother. Let's talk this thing, this conversation.
1: Flipboard fam, it's now time for Flip Tips. Did you know that you can add captions, images, and links to a Flipboard magazine? There are a couple of options for adding content to your magazine. You can tap the plus when you find an article in Flipboard that you want to flip into your magazine. Additionally, you can use the compose feature to add a personal touch to your magazine. You can add a caption, an image, or a URL post to your magazine. Post directly to your magazine on Android by going to your profile, select magazine or create a new one, tap the pencil icon at the top, add a caption, image, or link, then hit post. If you have an iPhone, you would go to your profile, select a magazine or create a new one, tap the pencil icon at the top right, add a caption, image or link, then hit post. We can't forget about the web. On the web, you would click the pencil icon in the top bar, select a magazine or create a new one, add a caption or paste the link. Images in the app only, not on the web, then you would click flip flipboard fam it's that easy i love flipboard every story on flipboard is a plus in 2023 the education landscape will have unprecedented innovation and creativity with original ideas flourishing everywhere Educators can look forward to being engaged in more meaningful ways than ever before. Thanks to authentic approaches that provide just the right dose of individuality and imagination. At the same time, ethical considerations will become increasingly more important. So you have my word that I will stay fresh, original and authentic. So like we always do about this time, let's collaborate, communicate, and educate with the best educators in the world right here on Flipboard EDU podcast. Flipboard fam, thanks for sticking with me on this episode. I want to thank Kendrick Thomas for sharing his story with us. You can catch his show, Education Unleashed, on YouTube or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. I also want to give a special shout out to Crystal Vander Aileen Laylor, and Carl Sullivan for their edits on the Flipboard Educators blog. Speaking of shout outs, I want to give another shout out to all things marketing and education with Elena Leone, My Ed Tech Life with Fonz Mendoza, Education Unleashed with Kendrick Thomas, and the Leader of Learning podcast with Dr. Dan Crimes. Don't forget to subscribe to our Flipboard EDU podcast magazine and the Flipboard podcast, The Art of Curation with Mia Quadrillo. Our podcast is available globally and everywhere you subscribe to podcasts. So please share our podcast with an educator or colleague. So until next time, family, remember, every story has a plus.